Let's talk about the orgasm gap. It's a fact. It exists. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. But there's something you can do about it, guys. All you need to do is get my sponsor, Promescence Delay Spray. Their delay spray, which also comes in a wipe, is the only clinically proven delay spray that will make you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. It's not going to transfer to your partner and it's not going to totally numb you out. And it's not just for guys with PE. It's for anyone. Okay. It's for you. And for all you girls out there, Promescent has products for you too. Their warming gel is my personal fave. I highly recommend it. You're going to love it. They also sell lube and condom sex toys. They have everything you need for the hottest night of sex. And today, just for listening to this episode, you're going to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first total order. So order up because you're going to get 15% off everything. All you got to do is go to delayspray.com and use my code strictlyanon15. That's delayspray.com. Use my code strictlyanon15. 15 for 15% off your whole order or just go to the description, click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks Promescent for sponsoring this show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Numbers Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter, please follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. If you can, hit five star. If you're listening on like Spotify or Apple iTunes, um, also subscribe to my show there. If you want to be on the show, this is a call-in show where I talk to people about all kinds of things. It's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voice. I change everybody's name. You will be able to come on, tell me your true story while remaining anonymous. You could do that. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to just leave a confession for my confessionals hotline, you could do that as well. You could call 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need more time, call back. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. 3579. The email to the show as well as the phone number for my confession hotline is in the description. So if you're driving or walking or don't feel like writing it down, it's there when you need it. Okay. (laughs) Today I have on Morgan. Morgan is a hot wife, hot mess, hot mess, hot wife. I don't know how I'm going to title it yet, but she is a hot wife who was like blabbing about it on TikTok. Her husband was into my show. I told her about it because they were like getting into the hot wife scenario scene. They wanted to. He was in the lifestyle. She had done stuff in the past. She was very into sugar daddies. We talk about that. Um, But things went like awry 
Okay, that's where the hot mess comes into it. And it's like sort of a convoluted story, uh, but it's a good one. It's interesting, you know. You're kind of g- going to get left in the middle of the mess. It's not like things haven't cleaned up yet. And I think sometimes it's hard to hear a story when you don't have the actual outcome and you're just left hanging. But, you know, that's this story. <laughs> I still get to air it, though, because I think it's an interesting one and it will create a lot of good conversations because it's like the type of situation where this is a couple who decided to have an open relationship. They they went to some swingers parties. They had fun there. Then they decided to do some hot wifing stuff. She had sugar daddies. Like I said, she told him straight up. She's very open and honest uh, about that. Her husband was fine with it. She doesn't sleep with the sugar daddies. And she talks about how she met them, what she gets from them, why she doesn't sleep with them, what they get out of it. We get into that shit first. And then we get to the point where they decided to open up their relationship. And, you know, they had a couple scenarios. She talks about those, what worked, what didn't, what she's looking for. And then she wound up deciding to to hook up with an ex. And that's where the problem came. The problems came up and uh, and where the hot, the hot story turns into a hot mess story <laughs> because she just decided to lie about something. And then he found out and then that's where they're at now. But you have to hear the whole thing. Like I said, I think that the conversations that come out of this are going to be like, you know, why does somebody, if you have an open relationship, lie and how trust is so important in these kinds of situations. And when there isn't that trust or that trust goes out the window, what happens, you know, and what can they do about it? Um, You know, that's the kind of stuff that I think people will be talking about. What I love about YouTube is people do get to talk about the conversation, do get to have conversations about my podcast there. Uh, So if you want to talk about this show and what went down and what might happen between them or what he can do, what she could do, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Go to my YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe there and you could comment. You could also see exclusive pictures of her on my Patreon. If you want to see exclusive pics she sent in on her anonymous pics, you could sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link to that is in there. Um, but you could check out Morgan there. I mean, Morgan, like I said, like right now where they're at is, you know, he doesn't really trust her, but she was, she's still down to be open. She would be into having a polygamous relationship. She would be down for her husband to be with other girls. She wound up having a threesome. She talks about that, but we hear about everything. Um, so anyway, does this like, is this, uh, intro a hot mess too? <laughs> kind of, because like the whole story is like kind of, <laughs> Uh, gets like crazier and crazier as you hear. But it's an interesting one. So anyway, like I said, go comment if you want to about this story on YouTube. I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with more again. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Good morning, Morgan. Your real name, Morgan. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for calling in. You know, you called into my confessionals hotline, which I love. I'm getting a lot of content there. But what I find is that a lot of times people will leave just, you know, a confession. And I'm like, oh, I want to hear more. You know, I already have questions. Let me get this person on my show. You were one of them. I already posted your confession on my Patreon for people to hear. And everyone was like, yeah, got her on. You're like, and you found me through TikTok, I think. I don't know how you found me. It doesn't matter. But you are on there. You're a hot wife, would I say? I don't know. You have to explain your whole story because it is a story. Yeah, I don't know. Well, see, I originally heard your podcast because when my husband introduced me to like the concept of doing hot wife, that was one of the ways he educated me in understanding what it was, was 
you know, listening to your stuff. So I've listened to like two or three and he, uh, like, you know, he would give me the links to them. So that's how I first heard it. And then when I started my TikTok, it was just to kind of vent Mm -hmm. and like a few of my followers were like pushing me to do or to confess to you. So I did. <laughs> right. That's so funny. I wonder if they were people that listen to my show. They know my show somehow or whatever. They do. They oh, do. okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So like, what do you want to <laughs> confess? So you confessed on there. I mean, because this is something that your husband wanted and he brought it up. Why don't you just tell your story? And then, you know, yeah, just, it's like yeah. a hot, it's a hot mess. It's very convoluted. Still yeah. To this day, like I really don't have a whole lot of like, closure with it so I kind of did it just as a way to like I had nobody to talk to about it so I was just kind of venting honestly mm-hmm. um it's a hot mess it's messy it's kind of and I don't know I don't I don't know <laughs> like the story is weird it has a lot of ups and downs so well why don't you tell it I mean how did it start it started with him saying hey first of all how long have you been with your guy is it your husband is it your boyfriend Yeah, it's my husband. I can give you like a quick little backdrop because I think that does kind of matter. Um, Basically, like him and I have been together, married eight years together, like about nine. Mm -hmm. And like, I guess our backgrounds are kind of relevant because like I was like 33 when we got married and he was probably like 37 or something. Mm -hmm. And Like, basically, when we came into it and got married, like, he was really honest and upfront with me. He was in a relationship for 10 years before me, and he was honest and said, like, I cheated the entire time. Oh, how did you feel about that? It didn't bother me because I was, like, same. Like, he thought he was doing some big confession, but I was, like... I wasn't married. I was doing my thing. Like, even in relationships, I was kind of living my life, you Mm -hmm. know? So he thought of it as it was like a bad thing. I was like, okay, as long as moving forward, we're on the same page. It's not like a huge. And maybe that's my own stupidity. What's yours when you say as long as we're on the same page, what's the same page that, hey, we're going to be monogamous together or, hey, we're going to be open together. So I don't fucking care who you say. It depends. Either one, whatever we decide on, as long as we're in agreement. Like if if I say, you know, I'm only comfortable with monogamy, are you okay with that or whatever we decide to do? And the other thing is that he was using this word like I'm in the lifestyle and I didn't know what really that meant. Mm-hmm. So he kind of explained it to me and I was like, oh, well, kind of same, but I'd never labeled it. I don't really like labels. So I was doing my own thing and I wasn't approved in any way. And another thing too about me that I don't really share is that when I met my husband and even my like relationships before him, like I had a lot of sugar daddies. Mm-hmm. So when I was in relationships, I wasn't really willing to give up my sugar daddies. Mm-hmm. And my husband was okay with that. He knew about it. You were, you copped to it since he was like straight up honest with you. You were straight up honest with him. Well, I'm straight up honest with everybody. I don't have any shame in my game. Like I just am an open book. Oh, okay. So, so all you were never cheating behind your gut people back before him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I did cheat. I did have some history of cheating no lies. Like I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. 
So, but like you my said, first- like, when you guys decided that, um, you know, he was, like, cop to, like, cheating on you, and you were like, that's fine, let's, whatever, we decide moving forward, that'll be fine. What did you decide to do moving forward when you entered into that relationship with your husband? And then I want to go back and talk about your sugar daddy situation, too. But what was the right. decision that you guys chose when you got together as a couple? Well, he was into swinger stuff, so I was kind of open to it at first. Mm-hmm. And so he took me to a couple of like clubs, like we went to club trapeze like twice. Mm -hmm. And my thing was, I've never been so I'll go, I'll try it and see how I like it. Mm -hmm. And so we went and like, I'm pretty open. So I was like swimming naked in the pool and drinking wine and like, guys were coming up and talking to me and he was just watching. Yeah. And then like, I had sex with him in front of people Mm -hmm. at the swinger club. And then he took me to like another swinger club. And that was like a bad vibe. And like, it was just really not my scene. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just like, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling the vibe because it was like people who were like hovering and they just assumed that we were going to fuck them. Can I swear on here? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they just assumed it was going to pop off. And I was like, just standing there is not doing anything for me. Like, it was just not my vibe. There was a lot of like, no offense, but there was like a lot of like old people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of told my husband, like, if you want to turn me off, take me to a swinger party. I'll be dry as I can be. You know, like, it was not really <laughs> popping off for me, you yeah, know, yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. But the first yeah. time when you, so the first time you just did, had sex with your guy in front of people, um, was that a yeah. turn on to you? Did you like that? I I didn't hate it, yeah. but it wasn't like a super turn on. Uh-huh. I was, you know, drunk and it was like this room full of mirrors with this huge like anybody who's been to trapeze or looks it up online like it's all mirrors and there's these like weird beds yeah and he like fucked me in front of everybody it was it was like okay cool because it was him yeah and I enjoyed the sex with him but I wasn't extremely turned on by the others watching it didn't really do it right okay cool that's just that's just me yeah yeah everyone some people are an exhibitionist and some people aren't you know some people that would add to it but it didn't for you that's interesting I mean that's like valid you know um, so, yeah. okay, so he tells you he's a part of the lifestyle. You tell him you have sugar daddies and you've had sugar daddies. Uh-huh. Did you, So you yeah. had some at the time and he was like, I'm down. That's totally fine. Yeah, my sugar daddy situations are a little weird. I actually follow some like sugar baby stuff on TikTok and like some of their advice is stupid. Like I've been I've had sugar daddies forever and I don't I I really tend to pull more of those like cuckold style sugar daddies so I don't actually have to fuck them but they're very like they contribute a lot to my lifestyle like they know that I'm more into black guys and they kind of like dig that so you know like when I met my husband like I've never bought a car like when I met my husband my sugar daddy bought my car so Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number 
the website and the email address will all be in the description. Wow. He kind of knew what time it was, but they loved it. They loved that. Like I was dating a black guy or whatever. They loved it. So, Oh, okay. So your husband's black and these guys were your white sugar daddies. And when you say they're cuckolding, they're, they're into the cuckold thing. It's that they're getting off that you're their girl and they don't need to fuck you. They want to know about you fucking somebody else. So that's like your guy that you're with. Yeah. They just couldn't, they just, they, they know they kind of get turned on knowing that they, they were not like enough. Like I would not even consider they like that. Right. How did you find them? I mean, what is your advice okay. to girls that are, because you're saying that the girls on TikTok give really bad advice. Why don't you give some girls your advice? I don't know if they could do it, but basically it yeah. just, it's random. And a lot of times, like they actually are the ones who told me, like they're the ones who showed me how to do it. The guys are the ones that taught me how to do it. So it's just really random, the people you meet. And there was this like one guy who he used to, there used to be a, a, a hockey team down here in Atlanta and they actually sold to Canada. But one of the guys was like a coach and he took me on this date and it was just a regular first date and he had too much to drink and I didn't have much. And then he basically confessed that he had like a three inch, you know what? So I put him in, in my phone as three inch bitch <laughs> that night. And I told him I was doing it. Yeah. And then like the next day he called me and he's, I was like, Hey, three inch bitch. And he was like, why did you call me that? And I was like, you don't remember what you told me last night. And he's like, no. And I was like, well, you told me this. And he, it just from there, like he wanted to be that weak guy in my life who Mm -hmm. knew that I preferred his hockey players and he wanted to facilitate that. So he was like, go get lingerie. Like, do you have a date this weekend? And what can I do? And literally it was like, I want to rent a room at the Georgia Terrace because I want to use the rooftop pool for me and my side guy. We're not side guy, but like my little fuck boy at the time. Yeah. And he would just buy me a hotel and I would just do what I wanted. So it was fun. So that was your first guy. Yeah. Do you still see him to this day? Um, yeah. He ended up moving to Canada. Oh, right, right, right once in a while and he's nice to me he'll he'll do nice little things and he'll catch up and stuff so which is the one that bought you a card how did you find out that he was into the cuckolding thing did you ever go on apps like specific because it sounds like you met the the hockey coach guy kind of by accident or random right like did you ever go out and your intention was to find a sugar daddy and you went on some app or something i mean how did you how would you know those don't work those never those never worked for me my car guy his name was dennis Mm -hmm. and i was at applebee's on a date with a black guy yeah and the waitress walked over and she was like um that guy over there he paid your tab and she gave me his business card wrapped in a hundred dollar bill Okay. (laughs) And on the back of the business card, it said, call me sometime. So I waited a few days and I called him and he was like the HR for like the entire state of Georgia, like Department of Corrections. And his wife was this like big shot lawyer. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I saw you and you looked so hot and you were with this black guy and this and that and the other. And he was like, what are you doing today? I was like, nothing, just hanging out. He's like, well, you should be shopping. And I was like, Okay. And he's like, so he would take off from his lunch break and come to the mall and just like give me like a few hundred. And this was like when I was like, uh, I want to say like 20, I was in my late 20s probably at the time. So 
it, that was a long-term thing also. So yeah, that was, that started a long time ago and he's been down like four flat tires for a while. So that's good. <laughs> His wife actually found out that's a whole nother story. What? How did she found out about yeah. you? And I mean, how long, so he just like sort of fit the, your bill, like for the, for the whole time you were with him. I mean, how much did you get from him? A lot, probably. I mean, I don't think too, too much, but over the course of time, uh, I can't really calculate it off the top of my head. Well, let me ask you this. Was he the guy that gave you the car? He bought me a car. It wasn't that great of a car. It was like brand new, but it was like a Nissan Altima. It wasn't like he was buying me like, like I'm not in Lamborghini status. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Uh Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. Goals, but I'm not there yet. But it was like a brand new (laughs) Nissan Altima. How he got caught was he was doing too much. I think he was probably spending maybe 20,000 in a year. Yeah. So that's not that much. Mm -hmm. So he was spending a lot, but not too much. And what happened was his wife and him had only been married for like four years. And when they got married, he moved in with her. So she had everything set up and she was probably making like almost half a million a year. And then, so she never like asked him to contribute. But then what happened was he wanted, he he got greedy. He wanted to uh, do some stuff with his child support and he thought he should get it lowered and so she looked into stuff for him because she's a lawyer. And that's when she figured it out. And she was like, what are all these purchases? And she could see, like, things purchased from, like, girly things. You know, like yeah, Claire yeah, yeah. Sonic, mm-hmm. Ulta, and, like, Victoria's Secret. And she caught on. And she ended up calling me. And that was a whole situation. But did you ever have sex with these sugar daddies? Never. Never. Right. So, you, I mean, did you explain to her? Do they stay together? Um. They actually tried for a while, then broke up, and then tried, and then ended up divorced. Oh, okay. And when they ended up divorced, I ended up having to, like, help out him with his son for Christmas. Like, he was so (laughs) broke. It was so bad. Oh, you're kidding. No, but I was nice. I was very nice about that, so. Like, you wound up being friends with him? Kind of, yeah. We're still kind of friends, but he's kind of broke now. But whatever. So now you meet your guy, you have a sugar daddy kind of on the side or whatever, but you let him know I don't sleep with these guys. But somehow he lets you know that he would be down for you to sleep with other people because he's in the lifestyle and that's like his thing. Am I correct? Uh, No. Kind of like he's, I don't know if he ever really talked about specifically me sleeping with other people. It was more like he wanted to go to swinger parties. That's how it kind of first started out. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay, so take up the story again. So now you went to your first two. The second one wasn't good because, you know, it just wasn't your vibe or scene and the people weren't attractive. So then what happened? So, yeah, we went to the two swinger clubs. And we went to this other swinger club that was a little bit less high scales. That, and I didn't enjoy that at all. Mm-hmm. And then we did go to a couple of parties. So I'm always down to try new things and I'm open to going because he claims it's for the it's for the atmosphere. Right. So I can accommodate that. But when I get there, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. so that's just kind of how it went. And there was this one incident at a party we went to in Georgia somewhere, which I don't know if I should really talk about it. But basically it was I was drunk and I'm OK with having sex with my husband. But he started having sex with me and I like it was from the back. He let somebody else get in a couple strokes. And I was like, ew. And that was really violating to me. And I was just like, oh, hell no. And after that, I was like, I'm not going to any more swinger parties. Mm-hmm. Now, so do you happened. guys have any rules or regulations ahead of time <laughs> or no? Mm-hmm. Obviously not. 
well, I mean, I thought that would go without saying. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. consent to it. I, like, told him straight up, like, you know, like, I'm not okay with doing anything. Like, I will go for the environment. Like, but no, we never actually sat down and had, like, a list of rules. I just thought it was common sense, personally. Right. So he knew, though, that you didn't want to hook up with any other guy. And he let a guy. I mean, did he ever cop to the fact that that's, like, a turn on for him? A turn on? I mean, like, why would he do that if he, he knew that that wasn't what you you were down for? I don't know. It was the guy who was running the party. I don't really know. Uh, he did, like, he did say, like, when I questioned him before, like, why swinger parties? If you just want to fuck some girl, just say it. Like, mm -hmm. we can do that. Why do I have to be there? Just be like a normal guy and get a side chick. Get a work wife. You know, something Sorry, I dropped my phone. Okay. But I was like, just be like a normal guy. And he, he was like, well, no, it's not really about that. It's more like I like to watch you. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's something about him. He's interested in that. I mean, that's his thing. Yeah. Right? I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't I know. Don't okay. It. Keep going on with your story. Because I know that like, I mean, on like, you're kind of like call yourself a hot wife. You do, I'm assuming, go out with other guys or you cheated on him and he found out. I mean, what's that whole story? Keep so going with your hot know. mess story. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really know what hot wifing was. I had yeah. a little taste of cuckolding. I wasn't really, I don't know if I was technically cuckolding, but these guys that were sugar daddies were kind of telling me and showing yeah. me what it was. Yeah. And then my husband actually is the one who told me what hot wifing was. I did not know what it was at all until last year. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, my husband and I, we just were monogamous. Like I said, those few little swinger party things, nothing really popped off. We were not having like a meeting of the minds, you know, like mm -hmm. it just wasn't working. We were just monogamous and it was what it was. But like, I've done a lot of kinky shit in my past. And so has he, but it was what it was. And then basically in this last year, 2021, that's when we started going through IVF procedure stuff mm -hmm. and you're on a lot of medications and it really, it really messed me up. Like it was just a lot. I don't take any medications. I don't do any drugs and I eat really clean. So when I started doing IVF, there were like a lot of like, I just felt like I was going crazy. Like I couldn't pinpoint the feels, but it was making me feel like kind of like I was just doing risky shit. Mm-hmm. I was just going too fast. I wanted to be on my motorcycle all the time, stuff like that. And so when I went to my husband, I really just wanted like support. Like I was like, I feel like I'm losing my mind. That's when he was like, well, I have a really good idea. We should do this thing called hot wiping. And like I said, he basically told me what it was through listening to some of the stuff that you've posted about. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of encouraging that. And I was like, really? I was like, so you don't want to have sex with other people you know, it's not going to be like, if I do it, you get to do it. Like, what's, what's, what's the motive behind this? And he did a lot of talking and just, you know, not, I wouldn't say convincing, but he just did a lot of talking about it. So I was kind of open to it. He basically packaged it as you can do these things and I want to hear about it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it started. So and, basically for, go yeah, ahead. go on. No, you go on. So he basically started by like he got like the Ashley Madison app and he got like three fun is another one and not plenty of fish, but there's other ones. I forgot the name of them, but there's like a few different like dating apps. Mm -hmm. 
So he got them and he put pictures of me and like, he let me write up the description cause I'm a better writer. So we like wrote up this little description and he would basically screen the guys and like talk to them. And like, then I would talk to them and he would encourage me like, don't work so much. Just stay in the pool today. And I would like literally be in the pool, just talking to guys on the phone, like screening them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, one that I would actually want to get with. Hey guys, you want to get erect and stay erect. Arouse yourself and your girl all at the same time. Well, then you need to get yourself a Tenuto vibrator by Mystery Vibe. It is the only wearable vibrator designed for men with her in mind. The Tenuto is flexible and the first vibrator that adapts to your penis for a comfortable fit, no matter what your size. There are also eight preset vibes, 16 intensities, and just like everything else nowadays, there's an app that goes with it so you can customize your whole experience. The Tenuto is also perfect for solo play. Want a mind-blowing hands-free orgasm? Who doesn't? Get yourself a Tenuto now. Just go to mysteryvibe.com right now and you're going to get 15% off your Tenuto by using my code strictly. 15. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code strictly 15 for 15% off. Your package is going to arrive discreetly and there's a two-year warranty on every order so you have nothing to lose. Go get yourself a Tenuto now. Mysteryvibe.com, strictly 15. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring my show. And did you, like, did you, were you doing this for your husband or was this like hot to you as well? Like, did you figure out that you were into it? So I was really into like, and that's the thing he struggled with because there was a part of me that like enjoyed it. Like I kind of liked getting to know them and I was looking forward to like the, some of the dates, Mm -hmm. but the part that I couldn't get over was once I got to know them, I wasn't into them. Oh, really? Did you ever sleep with any of them? There was one. So it's crazy out here. Like I got cockfished one time. Oh my God. Tell me all your stories. What does that even mean? (sighs) Cockfished? There was this one guy who, when I talked to him, his, his convo was kind of like, wah, wah. but then he started sharing pictures with me of him with this white woman and his dick looked great. And like, just something about the pictures. I was like, oh shit. And so I told my husband, like, I want this guy. And so my husband kind of, we had a lot to learn cause we didn't know like where to go on dates, where to do dates, how to do this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, just invite him over. I feel more comfortable here. Like whatever so he my husband set it up so he could come over and the guy had said like he'd bring some weed we'd hang out and stuff so the guy shows up my husband let him in the door and my husband had a conversation with him and we have cameras all throughout our house like a security system Mm -hmm. so my husband my husband excused himself went upstairs and me and the guy were like hanging out this guy like he was talking so much and he was shaking like a leaf. Really? He was nervous. Yes. He was so nervous. He couldn't even roll a blunt. He was shaking. And I basically somehow came to the conclusion that this man sitting in front of me was not the man slinging the dick in that picture. Like they look similar to me, but there's no way that this man putting it down in this picture was the man sitting in front of me. So after like he, he rolled his blood and I hit it a couple of times 
because I don't really smoke like very rarely. So I hit it like two little tiny baby hits. And then he was smoking and he smoked so much that he wasn't really making sense anymore. And I just excused myself, went and got my husband and I said, babe, I want him to leave. Like he is not the guy in the pictures. And my husband was like, I could have told you that. Right. He could tell. I was like, yeah. So my husband basically like sat there, talked to him for a good 30 minutes to an hour to make sure he wasn't too stoned to drive home. And then the guy left. So yeah, I got cockfish. There's no way that that guy was the real guy in the pictures. No way. You never wound up seeing it though, to know for sure, but you could just tell. I could just tell, even if his dick was huge, like he did not have those, the, he did not have the big dick you know, energy. Com- yeah. He yeah. didn't have the confidence to put it on me. There's no way I was going to let that guy touch this. Never. There was this one guy who I did fuck on my couch, but, um, basically I met him on the app thing, whatever my husband screened him. He came over and the only reason he got it was because two reasons. Number one, um, he had this bomb ass vape from Las Vegas, this weed vape that was so good that lit my brain up. And the other thing was, is he was aggressive and he knew how to get it. So, um, yeah, he initiated really good and he was good at that. But the only thing that really sucked was like, I was making out with him and I was grinding on him in these like booty shorts. My husband was watching the whole entire thing Mm -hmm. on camera. And it was good. I've seen the video footage. Like, I was grinding that thing. Like, I liked it. And (laughs) the only thing is, is that he got, what, two strokes and he was done. He was too excited. Oh, so it didn't last long enough for you? Uh, It was, it was so, I didn't even know that it had even started. It was so bad. And he was embarrassed and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, and, and the thing is, there was many, many other conversations I had. Those were like the two interactive ones I did, but the other ones were mostly conversations and they were just trash from the jump. Like some guys were so cocky. Like I had guys who were like, yeah, I don't work. I sit at home. My white wife goes to work. I'm a king. I was like, yo, I wouldn't fuck him if I got never like there were so many just there was just so much disconnect and like I was not feeling the vibe on many. And then a lot of them, because I was married, they thought it was just a quick, easy piece of ass to get. And I was not about to do that either. I'm just, I'm weird. I can't explain it. No, I mean, I hear all different stories most of the time. I mean, I've had a couple of couples where the woman uh, is like, listen, I'm just, this It's just about sex and I'll fuck anyone. Like it doesn't really matter. I don't have to have that connection, but more often than not, the mm. woman in the situation, whether they're swingers or they're hot wives or whatever, d- does need, you know, to have a connection or it is more than just the sex in that it's not that she wants to have the romantic feelings, but she needs to meet that person first and maybe feel like there's a vibe there, you know, so that's, right. that's your deal. And so you have only yeah. met one guy that there was the vibe for. And what are you looking for? Like when you know, like, what would the perfect guy be like? Like, what is it that you're looking for from the guy? Well, I definitely, I definitely have a type. And my type is I really like dark skin guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just my thing. I like I'm not a huge size queen. But like six to eight is my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. But big, I have a hard time with. Um, my husband is honestly like right too big. Like he's right there on the cusp of that. Like it's a lot. And I just like guys who are confident, like, but really sweet. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a weird combo, kind of like me. Like I can be a little bit of both. So I like a guy who's confident and I like a giver because I'm a giver. So I like guys who are going to fuck you like it's their job. Like I have, like I'm a little spoiled in the bedroom department, you know? So I just want, I like them to give all their energy and I like to do the same. And I like it to be good, like worth my while. And what about your husband? What does he like to see? I have no idea. You know? <laughs> like, I have no idea. He said he really didn't like the guy on the couch, like the grinding and the whatever. He was not into it. He said it was not what he imagined. I don't know what exactly he would want to see, honestly. So what's the hot mess part of this story? So basically, you know, as we were going through and like vetting all these guys and it was just fail after fail after fail. The thing is, is that my my ex who I dated for three years before my husband, who I broke up with, who I wanted to move on. um, He ended up randomly after all these years calling me in March and Mm -hmm. we had like a quick little 15 minute catch up. And so what happened was I did after all of these like fail attempts told my husband like why don't we just offer a side situation to the ex like he he is my type he meets the boxes I really trust him he's already seen me naked I'm comfortable with him I know it's not going to never turn into nothing like I would prefer it to be him and he's tried and true like he's going to fuck me for a long time he's going to do it right and he's going to appreciate it and it's going to be great And so my husband had some apprehension, but after all these failed attempts, basically we determined that it would be okay to do that. Mm -hmm. So that happened. So basically my husband knew that I wanted to do it. We had a lot of discussions about it. And on the day it happened, I told him I was going to go do it. I had to go show a house because I'm a realtor. And then I was going to go to the hotel to meet up with my ex. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't go directly to a hotel because I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do it. I met him at a parking lot at Applebee's and just kind of feel out the vibe and see, did he still look good? I wasn't sure what he looked like. It'd been like eight, nine years. So I had to see how he looked and see how the vibe was. It was good. We ended up meeting up at, we went to the hotel. We had a good time. So yeah, that whole thing happened. And um, where I kind of fucked up was where it got messy was my husband gave me permission to fuck Max and my husband knew that that day I was going to fuck Max and I actually did go fuck my ex, which I wasn't sure if I could go through with it, but I did and I had a really good time, but something inside of me instinctively knew not to tell my husband about it. So I lied to my husband. Why? That when uh, there lies the question, why? Why? I mean, it yeah, happens with men question. too, you know, if you're... Someone gives you the okay. Why why lie? I think well what happened was right after it I went home and I told him I did it. So me and my husband were fucking right after. So I was with Chad from like two PM until like eleven o'clock at night mm-hmm. fucking for hours I went home and then I was on one. I was rolling hard just off the dick and I was like come fuck me and I was like telling my husband exactly what Chad said to me and how he fucked me and I was sucking my husband off and putting my husband in positions and showing him what happened and then and I was doing all these things and I was using like verbiage of what Chad said and then my husband literally looked me in my eyes and said but you didn't really do it right and I was like yeah no I didn't actually do it no I didn't go through with it 
That's I was weird. At my girlfriend's Why would he say that? That I need him on the that's phone the call. Thing. It's yeah. so, that's the thing. It's so convoluted and crazy. And it's like, I just don't understand. I have a hard time understanding what really the situation is. And so, yeah, that's how it happened. And, you know, and even my ex kind of warned me, like he says he wants you to do it, but it's a setup and you, you know, it was just a lot going on. It was just a lot. It's weird because I don't hear that a lot on my show and, but I'm sure that happens, right? I, I guess I have the people calling in a lot of times. It's the guy calling in that digs this kind of scenario. And, you know, he's right. calling in because he's successful at it. I mean, I guess I don't have the ones who fail and, you know, say, put it out there and say, do it. And then they're like, fuck, I'm not into it. They don't call into my show. <laughs> but I'm, I right. guess it happens because, like, typically it's very rare that I hear from somebody who says that they're down for that, their wife does it, and then they're like, no. This is the first time, you know, because this is a guy who's in the lifestyle who uh-huh. likes to see you with other people. You said you had a lot of conversations with him. Then you go and do it and you guys are having like in the middle of having like the best sex because I'm Mm -hmm. assuming he was enjoying it too when you were telling him everything and then he looks you in the eye and says but you didn't really do it I mean was he calling your bluff was he just saying that did he want you to say that you did I mean like and then so you said no and then did you continue to see him um what the ex yeah So that was the first time. And then like a week after that, I actually did like a threesome with my ex. And who else? Uh, My girlfriend. Okay. So let's keep going with the story. All right. So you do this, you tell your husband, no, it didn't really happen. And and everything's Uh fine there. You know that it did. You're like, fuck, I didn't tell him, but like, whatever. It was so good. So the thing is, is that I wasn't really comfortable with the lying portion of it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't ever, I, so I didn't confess that I did it. I didn't ever go to him and say, well, actually it did happen. But what I did do was say like, how would you feel about Chad coming over here while you're at work and you can just watch in the cameras? My husband was like, that would be great. I would love that. Mm -hmm. So I told Chad, you know, my husband knows you can come over, you can hang out, like take a day off work, like, you know, like things like that. And then he would say, no, I'm not coming to that man's house. Like, I'm not doing it. Like, Chad is very adamant. Like, it took me a long time to convince Chad to even fuck me because he was like, you're married. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't fuck married women. I don't do that. And he was apprehensive. You know, he didn't want to get murdered. So, um, yeah, I tried to, basically, I tried to get out of the lie by making it actually happen so that it wouldn't be a lie anymore so my husband could see it. Mm-hmm. That's what I tried to do. So like in your that. mind, you kind of felt like the fact that he doesn't care if I fuck him on camera at home, like it, it doesn't matter if I'm fucking him someplace else. Like he he obviously doesn't care, but you still didn't tell him about it. Well, I didn't really want to just cheat on him behind his back. That was never like my goal. And like the second time it popped off, it was just crazy how it popped off because it wasn't really a planned out thing. And the thing is, is like, I've tried to do threesomes a bunch of times for my husband. Like I've literally, we've been at the club before and I've had like full on like orgies, like orchestrated, ready to go. Like we just need to go get the room and they're good looking people. And my husband just doesn't want it. Like he's literally just rejected it. You know, like there've been plenty of times that I wanted to do a threesome for my husband and he just won't go along with it, which was the exact opposite of this situation because it was like a week later, I was still super like amped off the side D that I got 
that for the first time. And like, I went to my, my girlfriend's house. I rode my slingshot. I had a slingshot I got for my birthday last year. And, and um, what's a slingshot? Is her, that a sex toy? <laughs> no, no, kind of. It's a three wheeled like motorcycle. Like oh, your motor. All right. This is kind of a yeah. sex toy. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, uh, I was with my girlfriend and we were shopping and having fun and we were about to turn up and we were going to go to her pool and we had drinks and I had my sugar daddy on the phone like buy me shit and he was like buying me alcohol and paying for Victoria's Secret for me and my friends and we were like FaceTiming him and stuff and it was just like it's a it's a it's a little bit of a high and me and also just remember this is amidst IVF protocol so it's a high for me it's like that's not my normal but I was on one and she was like how turnt do you want to get and I was like I don't know and she's like let's do e-pills and I was like I've never done any drugs I've only done weed and she was like well I'll call around so she was calling around and she couldn't find any and she was like do you know anybody and I was like well I know one guy who does weed let me ask him so I was like hey chatty daddy like do you know where we can get an e-pill and he's like what's up and I was like me and my homegirl are hanging out and she was like, get me four. And so he was like, yeah, I can hook you up. Where are you guys at? And so he was like, he said he was at work. And then he said, um, when he gets off work, you know, send him the number, the address, whatever. So we went up to the front of her apartment complex. He got out of his car. He had the four little e-pills, whatever. And he he's very cool and chill, unlike my husband, because he was like, what's up with you guys? What are we getting into? And she was like, "Uh." and so we ended up, he got us a hotel and we all ended up going there. I only did half e-pill, but I will never do it again. And we all were fucking. You, your friend. Now, had you ever been with your friend before? Had you ever been with women or is this the first experience you've had? I've done, so I've done stuff with girls before, but I didn't really do anything with her. Like, I think I'm really honestly like, like when I did it in the past, it was mostly them doing me and mm-hmm. I'm really not really into girls like that, mm-hmm. but I'm totally fine with like watching and doing the whole like side by side thing. And I think she's really pretty and man, her body is really soft. So I was like petting her because I was so high right? and I was, Oh my God, you're so soft. Like I couldn't believe, cause I'm more like dense. Like I'm more like muscular and she just has this really like soft, like squishiness to her that I'd never felt before. And I was like really into that, but he just had us like side by side. It was fucking us both and was loving it. And it was fun. And that's the second time you cheat quote unquote on your husband. Now you don't tell him as well on this one. Hell no. I did not tell him anything. Mm -hmm. Does he eventually find out though? Right. Yeah, he does. Um, just real quick, like timeline, there wasn't very many incidents. There was the first time at the hotel, me and yep. Chad, the second was the threesome. Mm-hmm. Um, after the threesome, he started pulling away from me in a weird kind of way. So the I kind of started, yeah. Okay. He started acting funny, um, which was really weird to me. So when he did that, I kind of tried to pull him in. And then we ended up going to lunch mm-hmm. and at lunch we didn't fuck or anything. It was just lunch. And we ended up hanging out for like five, six hours. It turned into like this giant makeout session and like him just getting in his feels and me kind of feeling like, mm-hmm, I knew he loved me and him just making out with me and me saying like, don't you got to get back to work? And him saying like, I don't know what it is when I'm with you. Like I can't ever want to leave. And it was just really intense. And then um, 
that turned into us fucking one more time at a hotel. And then after that, there was, like, him taking me out one time for dinner. And we hung out for a while. And, like, him, like, confessing feelings. And then after that, he said, can we hang out this weekend? And I just kind of told him, like, no, I can't. Because my husband is sensing shit. And I have to cut it off. And we can't do this anymore. And that's when I kind of ended it. And that was, like, August. Mm -hmm. And then in October, my husband found out. How did he find out? Um, I had a conversation with a friend over the phone. And it was like voice text back and forth. And he found them. He went into your phone and found them. Now, this whole yeah. time, because you and your husband like went to swingers clubs before, he told you, you know, you got on apps with his knowledge and you were on there. Like, I mean, were you still you know, trying to hook up with other guys and stuff? Had that went out the window after these, you know, cockfishing scenarios and stuff? I mean, what was... Yeah. It just seemed like that was a waste of time. And it just seemed like, honestly, I was totally happy having my husband in my side piece. I was happy with it. Like, I was a better wife because of it. Like, my husband doesn't understand. But I was, like, more getting a more well-rounded... Like, it made me a better wife. Like, I was really happy. Like, I was content with the husband and the ex like having both like it was like juggling two relationships almost but the thing is is that my husband wasn't really okay with it and my ex became not okay with me being married right he started copying feelings wanted something more your ex found out so now you have this issue and I'm assuming you stopped seeing that guy I mean keep going on with the story so your husband finds out what does he say to you and what went down well, it was, oh God, it was the worst ever. It was October. I hadn't seen Chad for two months. I'd already told Chad, I have to end this. Mm -hmm. And my mom was visiting mm -hmm. from out of state. So my whole family's at my house. And literally, I'm like, my husband was waking me up out of the dead of the sleep at like three in the morning. Like, I caught you, bitch. I caught you. Like, you're fucking cheating on me. Like, you fucked Chad. You're at a hotel. And so I'm literally like just waking up and my mom is here and I'm like, no, I swear I didn't. Like I was like literally an animal caught in a corner. Like I was just like survival mode instantly. So I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I waited till my mom left and I told him like it all it all did happen. Like it all happened. And I told him the whole situation as much as I could. And how did he react? Oh, my God. He's still reacting. It's been, what, six, seven months mm -hmm. since he found out. And he's still angry. Um, he still has a hard time with it. I think it's really even more confusing for the guy or the girl who gives their person a pass and then finds out that even with that pass that they weren't being honest and were, quote, unquote, cheating. You know, how do you ever trust that person again how does he trust you it's not about the fact that you fucked another guy he was down for that it's about the lie I mean so if you lie about that like what more are you gonna lie about you know I think it's like a, a, a that's a big problem and that and you say he hasn't well, been able to get past that well yeah the thing is is like okay so after he found out um, like I told him everything like I was dead honest even the stuff that might hurt him mm -hmm. I was honest about and the thing is, is that after that, he like cheated on me two times. Yeah, he revenge fucked. And I mean, did he let you, did he tell you or did you find out? I mean, how I, think did he... I found out, I found out because 
of stupid reasons. Like, I wasn't really, like, you know, I found out because the girls basically told me. Because mm-hmm. they were dumb. Like, I don't understand his his uh, picks and women. But uh, the thing is, is, like, honestly, it doesn't really phase me. So if his goal was to hurt me or get back at me, it really didn't. Because to me, the way I see it is just, like, it was just sex. So you didn't care that he cheated? Not really. Okay. So it doesn't really phase me like in that way, because the way I see it is like, I feel like my husband and I have been together for a long time. We have a lot going on. We're committed to each other. Even when I was fucking my ex, even though I did catch feels, even though there are things with my ex that I feel that I don't feel with my husband, I would never leave my husband for my ex. You know, I picked my husband for a reason and I'm okay with that pick. I'm, I'm, I want that. Like I would never, I can live without my ex. I can't live without my husband. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really emotionally damage me in any way by doing that. If he was trying to, it was just, he more hurt himself. Right. Okay. But so now you find out that he's cheating on you. He's still not over. Where do you guys stand now? We're just going day by day. Um, he has little flare ups where he will get angry for no reason like on my birthday he'll just randomly get angry and start picking fights or start treating me a certain way and I kind of have to call him out like you're I feel like this is getting too like dismal like I feel like the fun is getting sucked like I don't want to like rain on your podcast no but that's okay I mean listen it's real life right I don't like I mean it doesn't have to just be a pretty little box I mean listen that's this is your story your story is not your story is like Morgan is a hot wife hot mess okay or a hot mess hot wife you know like uh, it's this is a part of it don't you think I mean I don't know unless you I mean because you don't have any more good stories you know you, you got your sugar daddies we talked about your cock fishing you we talked about the sex that you did have I'm assuming but maybe I'm wrong that you haven't cheated on him since that guy is that true yeah that's true okay I've not cheated on him I've never like I've not I'm not out here cheating on him like right that guy that my side sorry I dropped something but my side guy he uh, my ex he didn't just drop off the face of the earth he he still tried me, but when my husband found out, he, my husband asked me, be honest with me, be open with me, tell me what's going on. And so I tried to tell my husband, like, okay, Chad called me today, da da da, this happened. You know, I let him know I wasn't interested. That would infuriate my husband more. Like, mm-hmm. I was doing what he asked. Like, he said, just be transparent. You know, Chad might not go away right away, even if you're telling him no. So I was like, that's true. So I was transparent with my husband, but I started noticing it would not be good because he would be so angry at me for any little thing. Mm-hmm. But now was- what about your sex with your husband? I mean, because like I said, you, he was in the lifestyle, quote unquote, he fucked some girls behind your back and tried to get you back. I mean, what is your sex life with your husband since he found out? And are you st- and then I have another question after that. Can yeah, we- that's a good question. Because okay, so sex with my husband has always been great. My husband has always been great. He's not lacking at all in the bedroom department. And I'm not just saying that because he could be listening like, yeah, my husband's He's different than my ex, but they're both similar in a lot of ways. Now, my husband's like a big, strong man. He has a big dick. You know, he's like nine, 
ish and a half, maybe yeah. fully hard. Big dick. Like every time I fuck, I can't get used to it. It's too much. His dick is way bigger than my ex. And he, my husband can fuck three, four times in a row and come every single time. And he doesn't stop. And he's so good. And he's very giving. And like, the thing is, is that in the sex department, it hasn't hurt us because even to this day when he's fucking me, he's talking shit and he's talking dirty and he's like, oh, I'm going to reclaim this pussy. I'm going to fuck all, you know, I can't say everything he says, but he's like, I'm going to fuck all that coming to you and I'm going to, you know, and he likes the stuff I did sexually. It just, it's like, it's, he's having a hard time marrying the two and coming to terms but in the bedroom he's constantly talking about me fucking other dudes him reclaiming his pussy that's his thing oh right that is kind of like the cuckold some of them they you know they feel like the cheating they have conflicting feelings like they don't like the fact that someone cheated on them but they get turned on by it yeah right it's yeah he says he's not into cuckolding he says there's other words like stags and stuff like that like yeah what does he consider himself yeah not a cuck he doesn't like to be humiliated like a lot of cucks he doesn't like to be cheated on clearly but um and and he's very controlling so he doesn't like the lack of control he had in the situation Mm -hmm. but it hasn't affected our sex life and even him cheating on me it didn't really affect my sex life I kind of just took it like you know took it on the chin like you know whatever I had it coming or it was just sex like it wasn't emotional like I already know my standing I don't feel you know I don't feel what's the word I'm looking for here any feelings about it you just didn't feel upset about it yeah it was like okay you got some like okay fair it's been eight years you know like you got a little on the side like congratulations like I get it right now, do you trust him? Like, do you worry that he would be continuing to do anything on the side or that's not? Even... It wouldn't bother me if he did something on the side. Like, the thing is, is like, I've always been open minded. Like, I'm yeah. open. I am open to having two wives. Like, if anybody can handle having two wives, I have a very cooperative spirit. I sometimes get really bored during the day. I'd love to have a woman there to do stuff with. And I, you know, I wear a lot of hats because I'm a realtor. I clean the whole house. I also have pets like I would love to have a helpmate, you know, and financially we can afford a second wife. So I'm open to it. Oh, you know, okay. that's interesting. Right. You wouldn't mind having yeah. a woman there to help out with things. It would be a companion yeah. to you like you'd see it. It would work. Yes. And like even with threesomes, like even though I'm not like gay, I am open to another woman and I'm OK with sharing clearly like I did it with Chad, like Chad is the ex. Sorry. But yeah. Um, you could use the name, it's fine. And okay. I, my husband has just never, my husband is really, really weird. And it's really hard for me to figure out, like, the women he cheated with, they're, not to be rude, but they're both really, really, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Unfortunate? Mm-hmm. Financially and appearance-wise. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he just looks for the most ratchet, needy bitches who just will worship the ground he walks on, you know? And that's his type and I don't get it because he really lowers his standards and like I don't want a man I would never be married to a man who can't pull a good hot girl you know like I wouldn't want to be with some sorry unfortunate looking guy so it's like I think he can pull a really hot girl and he does good for himself so he has a lot going for himself so I don't really get his whole vibe sometimes 
Well, does he know that that's where you're at and that's what you're looking for? And is he down? Are you guys like moving more towards like in a direction where you guys could be on the same page again? Well, the thing is, is like, I feel like it's really hard to go back to monogamy. Honestly, you can't really once you open the door, go back to it. So I'm very open. And even on my birthday, like I invited like a bunch of couples and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's my birthday. Just relax. Let's have fun. Like I'm not doing anything crazy, but I was dancing with every guy there and I might've grabbed a couple of dicks and I'm pretty sure I made out with one of them. So Mm -hmm. I'm just the thing. I just go with the flow. It is what it is. I'm not a jealous person. I mean, I wouldn't want anybody trying to take my crown because I will claw their face off. But as long as they understand the position, we're good. Right. But um, I'm pretty cooperative, like I said, and I'm go with the flow. But he just has like a chip on his shoulder from this whole situation. And, you know, he's having a just, hard time getting past it, which is understandable. <laughs> Yeah, and and I might have not made this really clear before, but one of the things when we were um, when we were negotiating me getting with another guy, like I was very clear in that front about I have to have some feels for the person, like I have to have respect for them in some kind of capacity, want for them, like it has to be a thing there. And like, I definitely had that for my ex and I definitely did sort of catch feels in a certain way, but never in the way that I love my husband. And that really fucked with my husband's head. Right. Of course. Because like you said, like, I don't care if you fuck him. It's just about, you know, sex. I mean, the way you feel, but just don't take my crown. So I feel like, you know, you, it's maybe easy for you to sit there and say, oh, I don't give a shit about the girls he banged because, you know, they were unfortunate quote unquote you know in both looks and everything else in their life you know you were there was no worry for you that there was anything more than just revenge fucking going on but what if there was a girl who was attractive and had everything going for her and he was copping feelings and talking about it you know maybe you would feel would jealous great then bring her on the team because, oh, okay like, <laughs> right you that, that would, would be, be your great. perfect partner right mm-hmm yeah, I've already I've already picked out a couple of girls and encouraged it. And he's just like, he's weird. Right. So he's just stuck there. It's interesting because he's the one who brought into my show into your life and like, let's do this. But when it mm-hmm. comes down to it, I, I, but I think it's like your lie that really, you know, threw a wrench in things, you know, if you would have just, you know, cop to it straight up. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I wonder how that would have been. But I think honestly, I think you can't go back. So I'll never know how that would have looked, you know. Right. So you're still like, I mean, you warned me in the beginning of this conversation that, you know, you're there's no closure here yet. You're kind of still in the middle of things. There's no tie a ribbon on it. This is the beginning, middle and an end of a story. And now you guys are, you know, you're still still kind of like in the middle of like the problem, which is that you lied and there's an issue there's all these things you want to do moving forward there's all these things that you're open to you still have one sugar daddy right he knows about that that you're not lying about anything else i have a a little handful of them and they all contribute in like different ways so you have a little okay how many just a little handful like a few (laughs) a few are you still doing ivf have you got pregnant yet we have uh, embryos on ice, but I'm a little apprehensive about going through that again. We're trying to decide if we want to do two more rounds and get more eggs 
um, we just did an IUI round, like insemination at home. And like, um, we have some embryos we're thinking about transferring in July, but not try to bring a baby into a mess. You know, I want to get things more stable and we're both very committed to each other, but emotionally I just need for him to like, you know, talk it through, get through it and we need to work it out, you know? Yeah. Well, I, you know, it sounds like, you know, he, I think a lot of people, and you'll go to YouTube and you'll see people commenting. I think a lot of people, a lot of guys, and if as a woman, I understand. I mean, it is hard to get past that because it doesn't even make sense. That's what I think, you know, is why he's having trouble swallowing it because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I know that he threw out there like you didn't really do this, you know, but you really should have been like, yeah, I did. Like you told me I was allowed to, you know, why didn't the story go there? It went to be like where you said you backtracked and then lied and then continued to see the yeah. guy. So especially when he was down and he was okay, it's hard. That's a hard thing to get past, but he might need help, you know, learning to, you know, trust you again. And trust yeah. takes time. You know, you have to earn that back. You did massively lie to him. Right? Do you yeah. see that that way? That I lied to him? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's hard for you to understand. We tend to project our own feelings onto other people, right? You, like you say, I'm not a jealous type. I wouldn't care if he caught feelings for somebody else. I'd be like, bring her fucking in. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, you're just wired differently than him. So you can't understand maybe why he can't get past it because you would be able to. But I think uh, more people are wired like him than like you. Right. Whereas they would have a hard time getting past that. Um, and I think, like I said, because you're not that way, it's hard for you to understand it. But, you know, it, it's going to take time, I think, if, you yeah. know, does he see somebody? Does he talk it through? Like, I don't know that you're the best person to help him get over it. I think he needs to, you know, get over it. Yeah. I mean, what you could do is, is there total transparency in your relationship now? Yeah, I think there is. At least I believe there is. And I want there to be you know how does um, he feel about you putting the whole story out there is that what your tiktok is oh, all he about he hates it he hates it okay he hates that i'm doing this right here today he does not want me to do that you know um i don't know how to but i don't know he doesn't like it but why do you do it then I do it because I have zero people to talk to about it and because I have no way to vent it out of my system. And, like, I need to get it out of my system. I cannot just sit there and, like, just suffocate with it. I don't know if that makes sense. And the no, thing is, you know, it's like, it, I think it does because, like, it's funny. I watch Married at First Sight, that show on TV. I love reality TV. And, like, there's this right. young girl on that show and she's like, oh, you know, her guy keeps telling her, like, like every time they have a fight, she goes onto her social media and says some sh rude shit, like, that sort well, of pertains to... The thing is, right, in my real life, in my real life, like my real social media, I would never in a million years. I've never, I'm I'm very private. Like I would never, I've never gotten angry at my husband in public. Like I've, I've always held stuff in, been super respectful. And this has to be some kind of like rebellion act in some kind of way or form where I just can't take it anymore. Like I have to get it out. Like there's some necessity behind it. There's something there for me because whatever it is, and a lot of times I can't identify it, but it's, that's the driving thing behind it. And in my everyday life, like I'm very respectful. I would never, all of my husband's friends would never in a million years guess that this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if they found you on TikTok, they'd know. 
Well, they'd have to find me first. Right. So it's not like you have your first and last name there. They couldn't find you. But I just think that, you know, you have to take a look at like while your husband's sitting there trying to, you know, get past what you did, you know, you should Mm -hmm. take a look into yourself and think about like, why do you continue to do something and do stuff that, you know, is super hurtful to him, because I know that you say like in my regular life, I would never do this and that. But maybe that's not like your regular, like maybe you're being phony like most people are in their social media on the regular life. You know, like, isn't that the problem with social media? It's like everyone's like sort of painting a bullshit picture of what's going on. And then so here you are painting that fake picture. And then you feel like you're all bottled up in your real shit. And maybe you can't tell the real people in your life because you don't want them to know that your life is like messy and normal. And you know, so you're doing right. it over here and therein lies the fucking problem. Are, is there anybody besides me right now in your life that you could go to and really talk to about this stuff? No. See, that's Absolutely. that's a problem. Why not? Why can't, why don't you have girlfriends or a sister or a family or somebody have, that you could talk to about this stuff? I do have a couple of girlfriends, but nobody that I feel comfortable talking about this with and like, like, I don't know if that's unhealthy or healthy, but I just know that like... That's unhealthy. Like, and that's it, why you have to do it and tell strangers. And it because, you know, because I mean, that's what it's about. Like, it, it, and I think maybe the younger generation is just like that. Like, they don't really tell the people that are close to them. Like, they're in, like, you know it's more fake your relationships because that's what like your friends are for to do this stuff. That's not what social media is for, you know, these, but I think that's how it's used now. I mean, it's different. I I grew up in a different time, you know, and the only reason why I'm saying, and it's a problem is because your husband says it's a problem. If your husband was down with it and was like the high five and you, every time you got a TikTok follower, because you were putting your shit (laughs) out there, I would, I wouldn't bring, be bringing this up, but like he has a real issue with it. And you know, I think you need just as much help as your husband. I mean, your husband has an issue right now. He needs to get past the trust, but I think you need to, you know, sort of figure out what you want to. It's easy for you to say you have no feelings. You don't care. Everything's fucking fine. But you know, you have to, you know, think if you really want to save your relationship, you have to maybe think, rethink uh, what you're doing. And maybe you need to find an outlet for your truth and what right. you're all about and what you want to do and, you know, start being more truthful with real people in your life than, and take yourself off of social media. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I'm curious by the end of this year, like, let's see what <laughs> fucking happens between you yeah. and your guy. You need to send me some pics for my Patreon, right? Like we do anonymous pics, right? You could mm-hmm. don't put your face in, but people could also find you. Do you want to give a shout out to your TikTok? Or do you Um, not want to? I don't know. Like, that's like your, you know, I would assume you do. You know, that's totally cool with me. For now, like you said, like, who knows if it'll exist in like a year or whatever. But it's just hot.wife.life. And what kind of pictures do you just want to take them off there? Or do you have a specific? No, just send me some, like, send me some exclusive pics just for my Patreon people. That would be great. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if you're on my Patreon, but like, you know, most of the time they send in sexy pics, nothing pornographic. I don't put face pics on there. I don't, you know, the no topless pics. So people like the girls, when they do send in, they always send like hot pictures of themselves, like, you know, whatever. Um, if you could do ones that are just for like my Patreon members, that'd be great. Like one or two. Uh, but also, so you're, your hot dot wife dot life is your yeah TikTok right, TikTok. 
And we don't know. I mean, listen, I think for your husband's sake, hopefully by the time people hear this, if they're listening a year from now, that you're not on there because I think eventually <laughs> maybe you should take into consideration how he feels about it. Uh, you know, think that over too. Um, but I would love to know where you guys wind up at, you know, at the end of this year and what goes down or if you guys, I mean, do you think, my last question would be, do you think your relationship is going to make it through this yeah. bump in the road? hundred percent. That's good. Yeah. That's we're, cool. we're pretty committed, able, you know, I'm not going nowhere. You know, I wasn't ever going to leave him for my ex. He thinks I was, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it's, if, if my ex couldn't take it, me, nobody can. And like, it's just not going to happen. And like, maybe who knows, maybe he'll, if he wanted to leave, whatever, that's just what it happens. But, um, I don't think, I think we're stable. I think we're committed. I think we have a good thing going. Mm-hmm. And you, you just, you'll just need to get past this kind of stuff. I mean, cause it just, it just sounds like he's upset, but maybe I'm reading the whole situation wrong. I mean, he's upset about it, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like maybe we shouldn't pigeonhole ourselves into these stupid societal rules and we should just be open with each other. And yeah, be- no, no, no. But you were, all of that stuff was there, Morgan, but you lied. Yeah. It's not about, you're not pigeonholing anything. You, it's like you had every, like you had the life that you just explained, but the re the problem is not what you, not all that you're, that the problem is not you weren't pigeonholed. The problem is you lied. That's it. End of yeah. story. That's all. Doesn't like everything else was what, fine. You weren't pigeonholed. You were in an open relationship. You guys were down to do everything. You were on that same page. And then for some reason, you decided to take a left turn. So that I, I don't think that it's fair to say that um, you weren't. It's about anything other than that. That's the problem that you have right now. Um, so that's just the issue that, you know, you need to get past. He needs to build the trust and you have to, you know, get to the place where you know you decide not to be pigeonholed and you don't be pigeonholed I mean you're the one who threw yourself into that regular world where people are fucking lying and living double lives I mean you had both agreed to live this open thing and then for some reason you backed out so that's what you need to think about you know why did you do that you pigeonholed yourself society didn't do anything so Figure it out. Let keep me posted. I love this little story because I like, you know, I love to, you know, it's an ongoing story, right? I mean, that's real life. You know, this is where you guys are at right now. I love a story where people work through things. You know, I would love to know when you do and how you do that. I think that's a great story too. You know, people could find you on TikTok hot dot wife dot life, right? Yeah. And they could see you your story from beginning. I mean, that's it's you sitting there venting, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> just like it's just free therapy for me, you know? It's just a way for me to get it out. Yeah. Right or wrong. Free therapy for her, right or wrong. Um <sighs> and you know, so go check her out there. Uh, I don't know if you're going to let your husband listen to this, but you know, if your husband's well, listening to it, it. what I, I can't prevent, I can't prevent him from listening to it. So if he does, he does. And he knows I'm doing it. So, oh, okay, good. So he's going to listen. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys to work it through. He's just got to talk to somebody, I think, to just help with his, uh, you know, trust issues mm-hmm. so he could get past it and you guys could get back on the same yeah. page. I wish I did a lot of IVFs. I did a lot of IUIs. I did 12 IUIs and five IVFs to have my son okay so I know everything that you're going through with all the fucking 
I don't know. I be, I felt like I was so into the needles after a while. I was like, now I could see why like drug addicts love it. It was like fun for me to do my needles yeah. and have all my drugs. And I was like, you like super <laughs> healthy and clean, never put, took even a antibiotic. And then here I was, you know, taking in so many drugs to have my baby. But, you know, I never stopped and I, I, until I had my baby and it was like the best thing I ever did. did. So, oh. you know, I, I really hope that eventually when you take those embryos, you know, off ice and uh-huh. you decide to have it, that it's everything. It will be everything that you wanted and it will be worth it so I wish you all the best of luck with that and uh, keep me posted Morgan and I'm either going to air this this Sunday or next Sunday so keep your eye out for it okay I can't wait to listen to it then I can hear myself and I can (laughs) reevaluate you sounded great no coughing or anything was all good Uh, all right thanks Morgan. okay thank you bye okay bye bye Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests, as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.